Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Hit the road, Jack, and don't you come back until you've had your own epic road trip adventure. We are here to help you navigate the Great American Vacation. Plus, we'll tell you about Space Age Desert Bubble Hotels, the Spanish Festival for Daredevils, and the bleakest theme park ever dedicated to the works of Charles Dickens. Put the top down and gas up the tank. It's time to hit the road with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Well, it's been a road trip for the ages. Greasy spoon diners, flat tires, late night truck stop weirdos, and stops at countless roadside attractions mostly featuring oversized versions of everyday items. Finally, we've arrived at the Grand Canyon, which, to be honest, is kind of just another roadside attraction. Come see the world's largest hole in the ground. Well, it's time to get back in the car. We've got a schedule to keep and travel to talk about. First, I was wondering, what summer road trip movie would, would your family road trip most most resemble? Although I realize when I think about it that most of them involve a bunch of jackasses in a car and things go terribly. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there's subtle variations in flavor. I'm going to go with Thelma and Louise. <laughs> you're going to drive off the cliff? That's truly disastrous. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If you're in the car with your family long enough, you do want to drive off Exactly. The <laughs> I was thinking planes, trains, and automobiles were everything that can go wrong. Oh, right that's a good one, too. I was going to say probably the uh, the first National Lampoon vacation, mainly because we'd be going to Disneyland, and if we'd eat at Flo's, it'd be like eating those dog pee-covered <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. With grandma mm-hmm. on the roof. Dead grandma and pee-covered sandwiches. What about throw mama from the train? Does that count oh, as man. a road trip? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> So many good ones. What about you, Dan? Easy Rider. <laughs> I wish. Ends no, in an explosion. It's more like a mix of. It's more like a mix of National Lampoon's Vacation and like. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe the Muppet Movie because <laughs> I got a bunch of weird people in my family. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Yeah, little, little uh, Sophie's uh, humidity hairdo has been looking rather Muppet-like lately. Yeah. Right along. Perfect. Yeah, she's got kind of a uh, a beaker kind of hey, look. Hey, if you yeah. could travel by map, though, that would be my ideal road trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Well, then, I guess it's time to get to the news. Uh, our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Just theme park news. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll start with the, the bad news first. Um, <laughs> Disneyland's scheduled reopening has been uh, postponed. So, wah, wah. Hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, they were originally set to reopen the parks on July 17th, uh, but the state of California has now indicated that it's not going to issue theme park reopening guidelines until sometime after July 4th. So according to Disneyland, uh, they are quoted as saying, given the time required for us to bring thousands of cast members back to work and restart our business, we have no choice but to delay the reopening of our theme parks and resort hotels until we receive approval from government officials. And this way we can blame the governor. Mm. Well, it's it's interesting because the the just the July 17 reopening wasn't really ever set in stone. It no. was it was proposed. all this is our proposed date and they they hadn't yeah. gotten approval yet. So it's uh, the the media coverage of this Disney decided not to reopen the the angle they're taking is a little suspect in my opinion a little bit yeah but that's how they always go it's always we got to make the big company oh for sure look awful they love that and it's you know there's there's been some (laughs) some concern recently about rising numbers and so some of the governors are trying to slow things down a little bit so i guess it's not really that surprising that that newsom decided to hold off on letting them certify that date but Fingers yeah, it crossed. Sound it, like it's it going to be a huge soon. delay if they can get their poop in a group and mm-hmm. get those numbers down a little bit. Yeah, they are actually still um, downtown Disney is still going to reopen on July 9th, as they had previously announced. So they are starting some sort of phase and then hopefully they can continue to roll that forward. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what they did, too, with Walt Disney World has got Disney Springs open first and and get some of that. All the new procedures tested out there. And it seems to be going well there, honestly. Yeah. And Walt Disney World announced uh, not too soon after that, that uh, uh, they were still on schedule for their phase reopening. So everything's still set for that. Oh, Disney World. Other World's than opening? bars. Other than <laughs> bars. Yeah. That, yeah, that, right that happened last night as of as of recording. Yeah. So Favorite now you part of Disney World is bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So any bar in Florida now, Central Florida area um, that makes more than 50 percent of its income off of alcohol sales cannot mm. serve on premises alcohol at this time. Yeah. So, they're, they're targeting. They're trying to uh, target like the clubs the and, club. yeah, yeah. and things like that. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, it doesn't seem like it will affect most places that we're going to reopen at, at Disney as there mm-hmm. are a lot of restaurants with bars restaurants in them. Restaurants with bars will still be okay. Yeah. Yesterday, I think at 3 p.m., um, a couple places at downtown, or excuse me, at Disney Springs closed. Uh, Jock Lindsay's Jock closed. Lindsay. And, and um, Grand Floridian, the Enchanted Rose closed right. as well for right so, now. Yeah, even though they, they, yeah. Even though they do serve food there, it's a very, very limited menu. Most of it is the drinks. So. Yeah. For right now, I don't we'll think see. Abracadabra could get away with it pretending they're the bar of the restaurant next door that makes all the money. <laughs> to do a yeah, little magic with the books. food next door, will they? Uh, I guess that's yeah. Mm, that's yeah, that's right. probably the, the yeah. key what they component all need, there. What they all need to do is do what that one bar down there in Florida is doing, where they're giving everybody uh, an inner tube with a tabletop to wear <laughs> on yeah. a pair of suspenders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't see that? They, they that give them these great. great big three foot inner tubes with a tabletop built into it yeah. and making them stay outside. <laughs> so it's like bounce bumper drunks. That actually looks kind of fun. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Uh-huh. I was about yeah. to say that's going to end with somebody breaking something. So yeah. you know. how could you, man? There's an inner tube. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, to cleanse the palate from some bad news, uh, we have some good news from Disney Cruise Line. They've announced a new cruise date flexibility program. So uh, this was (laughs) surprising. I don't know. I figured they'd be specific. Just, you know, (laughs) some new things. Yeah, we just were thinking about it. You know, Uh, this is for cruises booked by August 31st, 2020 for sailings through March 31st, 2021. And guests can change their sail date up to 15 days prior to their cruise. That's pretty nice. Yeah, that's That's close. close. Yeah. Yeah, And they can move it to any cruise commencing prior to April 1st, 2022. So that's a pretty good window. Didn't NCL email almost that same Thing yesterday yeah, I too. think a lot of them are. are I didn't moving read through it that. as well, but yeah, I think they're moving to a. They called it the safe sale guarantee or something mm-hmm, like that. So like not that. only with their safety protocols, but the ability to change and no, no service fees, change fees, cancellation fees. They're going to need our business bad when they read. Yeah, all of the cruise lines really are. This has it has hit them even harder than the land based. To our yeah. operators. It's, I think we're going to see a lot of loosening of restrictions mm-hmm. just continuously through the next year or so. Works Definitely. for me. <laughs> I like a nice deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Well, some other good news in the in the general travel category is that Hawaii has had a little bit of a change in their stance. They are, as of August Not 1st. Yes, <laughs> they're lifting their requirement for a 14 day quarantine if you can produce negative COVID-19 test results upon arrival, mm. which I mean, that that's a, it is a good thing because they are, have been struggling with the lack of tourism and Unless it's been you get it on the plane on the way there. Exactly. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they should which, just test people when they arrive. There are some destinations that are doing that. Iceland has been doing that since the beginning. Their borders have never closed and they will do a test at the airport when you land. And then they ask you to stay in your hotel for whatever the 24 hours that it's Mm -hmm. been taking to get the test results back. Uh, But yeah, the the Hawaii has been struggling with this because you can who can can stay in their hotel room for two weeks while waiting out a quarantine. It's just and they they rely so heavily on tourist dollars. Um, yeah, that'd be the world's worst two week trip to Hawaii. Yeah, right. I mean, really I mean, great window views. The inside of my yeah. Ramada Inn was great. <laughs> and they have been serious about it. They were watching people's social media and then arresting people on the beach. Oh wow! Like, yeah. I wonder why their <laughs> tourism is suffering. Yeah, <laughs> COVID cops. Nobody's going there right now. But yeah, starting August first, you'll be able to show negative test results from um, within the previous the week previous to when, prior to when you arrived. And as long as you have that, it says you can um, email it before you arrive or show a a printed test result upon arrival. Hmm. And fill out a health declaration, undergo a temperature check, and then you will be allowed to have a fabulous Hawaiian vacation again. Mm. That's good. I was reading. Uh, I was reading a interesting article related kind of the Hawaii and the travel. Even though you know they're hurting from not getting the dollars in, all the locals are really enjoying not having. Oh, I I, I read that this morning about and, Paris as well. <laughs> yeah, and and they're really hoping that it's going to be like maybe they can hit the reset button on how people experience Hawaii that they can come in and be, do a little bit more like 
help people see the actual culture and less impact on the wildlife and stuff so that mm, interesting. You know, it's better for everybody to enjoy. Well, sure. good luck with that. People are terrible. <laughs> that is a good <laughs> That's point. true. For some reason, people seem to just get worse, not yeah. better. <laughs> that is true. And that's the good news. <laughs> people are terrible. <laughs> oh, for mm. the best travel hacks, when you plan your trips, it's key to the world of travel with just the tips. Just the tips, guys. Just the got tips. another trip. Just the tips. <laughs> You're just rushing through it now. <laughs> we, we've got another travel tip from uh, Key to the World uh, Travel Advisor. You ready for it? Ready. Yeah. Bring yeah. it. Right. This is, Give us the this tips. from Amber K. Hi, this is Amber K from Tell City, Alabama. My tip is for strollers to tie something on so you can see your stroller in the sea of all the same gray and black strollers that there are at the theme parks. Tie a ribbon, a balloon, anything that would make your stroller stand out because sometimes they are in the same place, but occasionally those cast members will move them around to help organize them better. So always tie something where you can find your stroller easily. I always took one of those Halloween fake plastic severed hands and just tie that on the end. <laughs> Not only will you be able to find it, but the cast no members won't move it. it. No you put it wherever you want. It. Have with it sticking a, out of a little cooler underneath. With yeah. a little plaque that said, this is the hand of the last CM that tried to move my stroller. <laughs> Have it pointing with two fingers. Just, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, we rarely used a stroller because I took Wyatt there when he was five, and we only used a stroller one time because I got tired of him whining and just got one and threw him in it. Mm, I love the story of that trip, though, (laughs) when he got a little lazy. Yeah, he got really used to that (laughs) stroller and wanted me to push him to everything. And one time we were looking at the monkeys in the animal kingdom, the ones that howl all the time. And he was like, Daddy, push me closer to the monkey. I was like, get your ass out of that stroller <laughs> and go look at the monkey. I'm not pushing you closer to the monkey. Push me closer. So to that the has monkeys. just become code for like peel me a grape or something, <laughs> something super lazy in our household. Yeah, that's a good tip I found too. If you're um, renting a stroller, like we did a few mm-hmm. times when my son was younger, uh, especially if you're renting from something big like Kingdom Strollers. Oh yeah, you soon realize when you get in the brand. park that they look exactly the same, and they yes. all have the same orange sign, and you don't know what yours is until you get up on it. So mm-hmm. definitely bring something Can if you you're just renting. Just tie your kid to it so you recognize it. <laughs> hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> He's the one flailing and tether them to it and put the brakes on it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just make sure it's something obnoxious that you can really recognize like a child because <laughs> I think because I think everybody's heard the balloon trick now. So now there's just a thousand Mickey. So that was balloons. Yeah. that was said like a man who has four of them. <laughs> yeah, something obnoxious. <laughs> That's right. Such conviction. Whose turn is it to get tied to the stroller while the rest of them go on the ride? Not me. I think. It's it's a rolling thing based on previous behavior, oh, current behavior, oh, good and point. attitude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, guys, I'm sure you've heard the big news. Um, Splash Mountain is going to be rethemed. Yeah, Frog Mountain, Frog, Frog Mountain. Mountain, the Princess and the Frog Mountain. Uh, so the attraction at both Disneyland and Magic Kingdom will be completely reimagined into uh, that based off of The Princess and the Frog. Uh, It's going to pick up after the movie's final kiss and join Princess Tiana and Louie on a musical adventure as they prepare for their first ever Mardi Gras performance. Mm, I'm excited to see how they work the big drop into this. 
Yeah. Not that yeah. many mountains I bet in at the, the end you'll splash down into the water from the top of that mountain. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so that's, that's I guarantee into the middle of the briar patch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is the briar is the briar patch going away? You know what? The the final scene after the drop when you go back in and the there's the riverboat and all the New Orleans y kind of music, that's already perfect. That's perfect. They just need yeah. to put new characters. I think they'll use some of those same animatronics too and just put new skins Probably. over top of them. Sure. Yeah. I'm and sure that's the main yeah, characters still use those rear projection ones like in <gasps> that'll be dwarfs. cool. Yeah. Or can you imagine if they got what's the which of the Asian parks has that bell animatronic that's even more realistic than the ones in Frozen? That thing is realistically creepy. No, yeah. I don't think I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's incredible. It it's is even very more good. It's it's like the shaman mm-hmm. in is Nazi it a rear projected journey, face like the no, no, it's, yeah, it's, no, it's more like, like that shaman in the oh, yeah. Navi yeah, River. Yeah, she's pretty amazing. Right. I, I mean, I, they didn't say this in the um, official release about this, but I read in a couple of different places that Tony Baxter, the Imagineer who designed Splash Mountain, would be coming back to head up the redesign. So Good. Oh, cool. That makes sense. I don't He's know if he's heading it. I, I thought I had saw Sharita that, Carter uh, was heading it. Yeah, up. Sharita yeah. Carter yeah. was, which is pretty, she she did um, Runaway Railway. Mickey and Minnie's, yeah. Yeah, which is a fantastic ride. I got they to meet her after we did that. Remember when that was open that week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those 10 days. So, uh, yeah, I'm, oh, so I'm, 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 I'm excited to see that. Like, I, I know I said to you guys off the air about, I, I really, I imagining the a room with the bayou at night with the stars and the fireflies with like Ray oh, yeah. and Evangeline. And Evangeline, yeah. I think I'm, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful, but I have to point something out. So Disney is kind of renowned at this point for going a little over the top with the concept art <laughs> that they never really fully deliver. Oh, yeah. The concept image that they released for this if they were to stick with it would mean that the entire outside area of the ride would be turned into this like completely different, like almost like Pandora area. I was like, you guys really have to dial it back. The expectations Yeah, (laughs) a little too much. Yeah. That there's a Thunder Mesa right next door. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of concrete. I'm like, those are bathrooms where you've got animatronic characters standing. I I know you're not putting them there. I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be, be beautiful. <laughs> Do we have a timeline on when they're planning to close and start the refurb? No, not at all. They, they've they got conceptual design work that's well underway, and Imagineers will soon be able to conduct preliminary reviews and develop a timeline for when the transformation can start to take shape, as oh, they said. Cool. That's the biggest thing I was curious about, because they always talk about how they have to be real careful with refurbing Splash Mountain, because it's hard to take it down. for. It just went down mm-hmm. for a full... Yeah like repaint and and like heavy yeah, they refurb do this past that year. every year in yeah. in january it's closed for an extensive a few months yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder i mean that's gonna be like how long was uh frozen down for when it was maelstrom to frozen do Ooh, we recall good. was it like a year good and a half question. i feel like I it was like it was. a year year and a half something mm-hmm. like that yeah i don't think it was more they than didn't two. even redo the outside of that. yeah this is yeah. gonna be major how am so. i gonna walk around with wet shorts and get chafed <laughs> <laughs> Just you can we'll just go just, to the Rapunzel bathroom. Just, that's we'll just, exactly what I was about to say. We'll just, we'll just chuck a beer onto your shorts yeah. for you. Anyway, well, the way, Pirates has, the way Pirates has been lately, you oh, just write Pirates a couple of times. Very true. That 
ride is yeah, that unpleasant. is a, that is yeah. a butt wetter. Sure. <laughs> they turn that up. <laughs> uh, I think we had one more breaking news story out of the theme parks. Actually, just something from Universal. Yeah. So sadly, um, this just came in right when we started recording. At least that I saw um, Super Nintendo World at oh. Universal Studios. Oh wait, what were you talking about? Something different. Remotes and bags. Oh, the remotes and bags. (laughs) Oh yeah. So, so quickly, Super Nintendo World has been delayed for a little bit, but more importantly, Super Nintendo World in in Japan. But that's not important. That's not important. Um, uh, Not too long after we recorded and released last week's episode, uh, where we discussed briefly a few times uh, that Disney was going to be placing remote controls in their hotel rooms into plastic bags for your to show you that they're clean was that the episode we recorded with a universal exec it It, was was weird right but uh not too long after that uh, a listener of the show uh sent me a photo uh after she checked into cabana bay a couple days ago and sure enough there's a remote control in a bag waiting for you at the cabana bay beach resort so interesting i don't want to say that this is a case of corporate espionage (laughs) but you know it was never mentioned in and and I then I went yeah. back and looked. It's not mentioned in any of Universal's uh, media releases about what they're doing to combat or to prepare their rooms. So, well, and seems I to would, me, if there is I a mole, it's it. Amy. Lee. Yeah. I, when yeah. we were at Sapphire Falls, our remote was not in a bag. Mm-hmm. There you go. We'll have to reach yeah. out for Amy. For, yeah. Uh, for we're going to need to get some comment. <laughs> Do some real digging here. Get down to the bottom of the story. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, uh, we'll, we'll get back with more as it breaks. Yes. <laughs> Remotes and bags are cleaner. And less importantly, Super Nintendo World. <laughs> not not An entire yeah. land has been delayed indefinitely, but really, that's not that important. Well, I mean, that's at the, at the Japanese park, so. So, yeah. Well, that also take that Japanese listeners further delayed for, <laughs> yeah. for Florida. Yeah. Oh, true. That was yeah. that was a given. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying yeah. not to think about that. All right. Well, uh, we've been talking about glamping lately, and I've got another weird glamping opportunity this for you guys. Weird glamping. Interesting. Yeah. Dandy camping. Uh, this, this Dandy is camping. camping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is at the Campera Hotel in. Baja, California, Mexico. Baja. Yeah, uh, this is the bubble suite. Um, have you the seen bubble suite? Have you seen Heather? Did you see in Grand Rapids where they had that uh, the coffee shop downtown that in the wintertime they put up those yes. plastic igloos? Yeah, and this is like glamping in one of those bad boys. <laughs> so it's it a giant, super nice, clear yeah. plastic dome that the bedroom is in, and then they've what? got a little enclosed private area for the bathroom and uh it's out in the middle of vineyards in baja california huh interesting um in the valley de guadalupe Guadalupe. Uh, uh, each one there's 12 of these bubble hotels and each one uh comes with a private bathroom full-size bed and luxurious amenities uh you can see right into them but they do have the bed as a canopy bed that has curtains around. Ah, uh, yeah. For when smart. you go bang bang. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've seen something similar to this in uh, for the watching the Northern Lights and at the North Pole. It Isn't was there similar. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Had like a, I hope that a bubble one's thing. Heated, though. Yes. Oh God. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's very similar, but these ones look a little bit more uh, glampy, sketchy. Yeah, cool. And when they have all these cool lights on them, so they can they glow. And they, I think they look really neat. Oh, yeah. cool. my thing though, I don't 
Is it in a vineyard? The view doesn't yes, look yeah. like so amazing that I want to be in a dome just to see it. I'm like, you're oh, going to like wake science. up in the morning and be like standing there scratching yourself in your underwear. And there's going to yeah. be like a poor guy picking <laughs> so grapes much out there. Like, dude, coming in oh, and no. At yeah. <laughs> the workers <laughs> harvesting the grapes. <laughs> it's at the end of the rows of grapes. And then they built these walls out of hay bales to mm, kind of give you a little privacy partition each of the bubbles. So there's there's pros and cons. Sir, put Over your pants on. You're ruining the wine tasting. Have you could take something like that and put it in a redwood forest or something oh, more visually yeah. interesting. I'd be all over that. Or the Northern Lights. That sounds cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I love the the design of them. Although uh, from the pictures, it looked like it's just a toilet and a sink, not anywhere to bathe. Did uh, I? I think there's, I thought there was a shower. Oh, maybe I just. It's a small shower. It's like a hand shower. Oh, it's almost. like yeah. a cruise ship shower bathroom Ooh, yeah. uh-huh. situation. Maybe so. Yeah. Or like a train trip shower where your toilet is also your shower. Uh, It's kind of like that. It's a hand shower and you're standing on a wooded floor that's got a drain in the middle and the toilet and the vanity are all on there. So, yeah, it's like that. Um, It's $282 a night with it looks like a two night minimum. Looks like you can Uh, hose yourself down while you're on the toilet. I'm all right with that. Yeah. (laughs) Go do some get full, do some dandy the full body bidet. Get to a, you can do all three S's in the same spot. <laughs> it's efficient that way. <laughs> uh, Heather, did you have any other travel news? I had so, a little bit of it's a, it's a little bit of virtual travel news. We talked on a previous episode about the fat bear contest in uh, Alaska from Catby National Park. Well, great news. The Katmai National Park's bear cams ha- are back for the season. Oh, yeah. So you can start. The, the fun thing to do right now is to watch all of the bears catching, standing in, in, the, in the streams, catching salmon and fattening themselves up. So you can, you can take a look all summer long, watch the bears eating. And then um, in a few months, they'll start the next fat bear contest. And you pick out which ones you want to punch. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> I could take right. that bear. I could take that. Bear. I could. Punch well, those that are guy grizzlies. I don't think you're supposed to. Oh, see, I, I don't listen to the show. Well, so some of them. Uh, there are grizzlies and also brown bears. So there are some punchable bears. Just a quick note. While there are some small differences, brown bears and grizzly bears are essentially the same species. So it's not advisable to punch a brown bear at Katmai National Park that won't back down. Uh, black bears, which live primarily in the eastern United States, on the other hand, are incredibly punchable. We now return you to our previously scheduled programming. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> punchable bears. <laughs> I like a good punchable bear. Punchy's a bear. Should we start up a uh, office pool? Maybe pick who uh, who's which bear is going to win. Get put the, some money the on this. Bear, I like it. Yeah. I, I when I saw this uh, article on Lonely Planet, I did go take a look at it. It is kind of fascinating watching them just stand there and the fish just jump into their mouths. And then you get the bears who aren't quite good at it yet, and the fish sort of bounce off their face. No, oh. yeah, it's sad. like my dog and treats. <laughs> Wild animal fails are always fun. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> Take that, nature. <laughs> They're supposed to be so graceful. Yeah. The other thing that I, that I saw this week that caught my eye was this new casino that's opening in Las Vegas. Have you guys read anything about the? Uh, it's called the Circa Resort. 
It's no. the first ever, and this surprised me, it's the first ever adults-only resort and casino Where? in Las Vegas. <laughs> really? Yeah. That is surprising. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> I, I, it did always shock me with the, on my last trip to Vegas when I would see people pushing a stroller through the casino. Like, what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> well, every, this one. They have to pass through the casino to get to, any to get anywhere. No. The, the interesting thing about this one is they have a pool amphitheater. It's crazy. It's six huge swimming pools that are kind of stacked stadium style. And then oh. they have this enormous screen down at Ooh. the bottom. So it is like it's like a it's like an amphitheater. Oh, you mean the seats with, are in the pool? They're just there, there are no, so just there the are tiered pools. That's tiered, the performance tiered pools. Yeah. So there's a pool with and then there's seating all around it. And then okay. there's a giant screen for watching sports or whatever while you're hanging out drinking in the pool. Hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's That's a I, 78 million pixel depth screen geez. that can be seen from all of the rooms on that side of the casino so, and from these pools the international space station that would be awesome yeah. for porn <laughs> that would be wow adults only that, it is an well, adults only resort yeah. that is true. what is it where is it it's it's called the circa resort and casino in uh on the strip in vegas oh, i have heard nothing about this before yeah. right i guess that's kind of a natural progression i know that there's some shows there where you can buy vip sitting where you sit in a hot tub while the stage show is oh, going on. Nice. Uh, that sounds <laughs> funny. Funny yeah. to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess swimming around in the pool while the show's going on. Yeah. Is... I'll, I'll, I'll put the, the link up because you got to oh, see this. Oh, it's crazy. Looks, yeah. Do you look insane. at it? It's yeah. so cool. Wow. It's, it's like just a, a, it's like a f- giant football field of pools and of pools. chairs. Yeah. yeah. And, and chairs. Yeah. Weird. That's nice. pretty cool. Uh, they were scheduled to open early next year, but uh, during the downtime that when Vegas was not able to have any visitors at all, it seems that they were able to ramp up their construction and they're going to be opening on October 28th. Hmm. Well, yeah. That's weird. Huh. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. Circa awesome. Resort well, and Casino bookings now open. Yeah. And are they yeah, going to have a Circa... Du Soleil show? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> huh? uh, see I think it's going to be there. quite a while until you see any live uh, live performances in Vegas. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Cirque du Soleil, the new show uh, at Disney World, is uh, opening in August. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're only allowing four people in the theater. At a time. Yeah, they're going to socially distance you and stagger the seating. But they, they should do that. And just and charge seven hundred fifty dollars a ticket. Cirque <laughs> yeah. needs that because they're not. They're no. They're, they're not trouble. doing yeah. well. Yeah. 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 I actually read they were in danger of going fully bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Anyone that relies on in-person performances mm-hmm. and things. Disney right on now ice is, is yeah. Yes. Rats. <laughs> Tricky cheese just filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, but fortunately, they're keeping most of their stores open. Chuck E. Cheese. Apparently, the uh, the takeout Ugh. system they had for their pizza while during the closure just didn't work. Wasn't before. that popular? People weren't coming for the pizza. Apparently, I'm not really sure what happened. But, yeah. People weren't fooled by Pasquale's pizza and wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I used to love Pasquale's. 
I'm a showbiz pizza man myself, so unless you're bringing that back, pizza tastes good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had a lot of birthdays at showbiz, and I'm embarrassed to say how old I was when I was still having birthdays. (laughs) (laughs) Those places used to have good video games. Seventeen, like sir, no picture of beer does not come with the birthday. So when I was in high school, I was on the uh, was like a teen street team kind of thing to get uh teen uh, what? teens interested in showbiz so they had teen <laughs> nights and stuff and that, that we had like the street team that did flyers and tried to get oh. people to come out there and then Please they, tell me you had like fingerless gloves and cool like neon green sideways I had hats a greasy and, mullet and a high school guy mustache you had like nicknames like little pickles and like wiggle legs <laughs> sleeveless shirts fingerless gloves hey i'm zap <laughs> Yeah, we're part of the showbiz yeah. street team. Yeah, I had a Jerry curl. These guys do break dancing, no, sneakers with no that. laces. Like, I mean, they still have street teams now for bands and record labels. Well, yeah, but yeah, but showbiz pizza. Yeah, my my image but of I you and a... free, and they gave me like a gift certificate to play all the games. So hey, wow, cool. I'd promote that all around my uh, high school. I don't know why I never had a date. <laughs> hey, you want to go to showbiz? But you had the high score on Galaga, so you know. That's right. <laughs> Priorities. Um, well, I I uh, found another interesting place in the Atlas Obscura. Is it as um, good as the hobo convention? No more hobos. I can't take no, it. <laughs> no, and I intentionally looked for something that wouldn't overshadow Jesse. <laughs> it was so hard to follow that last week. I, was, I felt a little bit bad taking the steam out of your sails there. Um, so uh, uh, this week uh, we're headed to Spain to Espana. the Castile to the Castile region. The village of Castrillo de Murcia. Every year, 60 days after Easter, uh, the village invites men just as devils to jump over babies. What? Oh, yeah, as one does. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like my bachelor party. What's up? <laughs> men dressed as devils jumping over babies. El Diablo. Yeah, I'm this not sure which part of that you don't understand. This is which very, part of that is weird. I'm glad they're just jumping specific. over them. How, what's, uh, what? They're not curb stomping babies. Oh, Jeff. Too soon. The annual baby jumping festival takes place in the streets <laughs> where infants are laid out on mattresses in rows of two or three. As the babies fidget and squirm in front of an audience... Men dressed in bright yellow suits and devilish masks come charging down the street. They threaten bystanders with whips and act in a menacing <laughs> and act in a menacing manner before jumping over the rows of infants of infants as though they were hurdles on a running track. I hope not, because I'll show you a picture in a second. Uh, <laughs> dating back to the 17th century, the festival is intended to absolve infants of evil and I guess wash them of original sin. Uh, any ch- <laughs> That'll do it. Any, any child born within the last year is eligible to serve as a human hurdle for the devil <laughs> oh men. Yeah. Sign me up. <clears throat> There's some weird stuff in the world, you guys. <laughs> I'm just disturbed by the fact that they aren't following the standard protocol of devils being dressed in what? red. What is up with the yellow outfits? Yeah, what's Come on, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> it does. It does. It's like our yellow tracksuit with the red stripes. Jumping yeah, so. over babies. All right. Start limbering up. I wonder if you can participate kind of like in the running oh, yeah. of the polls. Can I volunteer to jump over the babies? This could be the... May I jump over your baby, ma'am? <laughs> I think I've 
think we're working up to a new tagline for the show. The baby punt, yes! air punching, baby jumping, <laughs> globe trotting jackass. I think it's going to be difficult for me to translate that one into Latin, though. <laughs> well, uh, wow. this week. Just what you got this week. Uh, I'm, I'm sort of still taking a break from the dicks, but not, <laughs> not, not fully. So just because of the social distancing. Yeah. You, yeah, you know, gotta, gotta get a breather, you know, uh, but this week it's all about dick ends. So, yeah. oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did I'm going to tell you guys about Dickens spider? World, the, uh, oh, yes, the 19th century London themed The world's theme most park. depressing theme park. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> step into the filthy streets of 19th century London <laughs> no, filled with you. disease and poverty stop you right there <laughs> at this indoor attraction celebrating the works of Charles Dickens oh where, no where is this located this is in the indoor Chatham Dockside Retail Park in Kent England which is a, a strip mall so, so it's actually England. I was wondering if it was yes. maybe going to be in like Malaysia or someplace weird <laughs> nope nope this is actually in England Dickens uh, Park in a strip mall yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, that's how it shows it. So, I mean, it's authentic, you know. So basically, this was uh, started oh. in uh, May of 2007 and uh, it was open or designed by Gary O'Sullivan Bear, who also created Santa World in Sweden, which we're all familiar with. Santa oh, World, yes. Right? Yeah, Santa everybody. World, of Ooh, course. Santa oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's filthy. it's far more filthy. Strangely, is that enough. a bat he's holding? Uh, no, it's. A, I think it's supposed to be like a dead rat, or maybe even a bat. Uh, oh yeah, a rat. I can see some sort of rat. diseased animal. Of course, do they, um, do they serve rat stew mm. in the cafeteria in Dickens? Uh, I, they didn't have any. Um, well, they the, so they did have a bar and a restaurant um, that you know was themed like a dirty wow. old disease ridden <laughs> bar. Um, <laughs> they had attractions like the Great Expectations boat ride, which took guests. <laughs> Um, this took guests past dilapidated English row houses um, and a jail that was filled with Dickens' more notable villains. Um, oh, wow. Great expectations. Yes. Apparently, the, the yeah, it they never said they're going to live up to those expectations. Yeah, the ride itself actually had nothing to do with great expectations, apparently. So that's, you know. Um, but it ended with, and speaking right. of Splash Mountain, it ended with a drop from the sewers into a, a river. Ew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Because that's, good. you know, oh. it's cute and fun. Fun, good times. Yeah, they also had a haunted house um, and uh, the bar and restaurant that we spoke of. Um, and then the Fagan's Den kids play area, <laughs> where I guess your kids could learn to be street urchins who pickpocket and carry knives and yeah. call people governor. But yeah. kids to be um, yeah but sadly unfortunately it closed in 2016 oh man i was just <sighs> i think it was made oh way to butter me planning our christmas me vacation i think it Obviously, was replaced I, with a subway sandwich shop or something <laughs> oh, i'm not sure i i sincerely want to visit that park For yeah real? So that's really disappointing to me i would love uh, that i mean it made it it made it nine years yeah. that's that's impressive it was gonna be on my what my thing. japan's real Westworld tour we were gonna stop off in jolly old england to visit yeah. dickens land it looks pretty uh ornate like the yeah, sets looked, and everything look yeah. great that's it that's was yeah i mean it, only it's just such years. a weird theme like i don't know <laughs> i don't see kids having fun there yeah charles dickens isn't yeah. really known for being uplifting yeah <laughs> hey you know what though or yeah i don't know no kid it still looks better than six flags. that world boom oh <laughs> down six shots fired shots fired <laughs> <Come at me. laughs> Uh, 
<laughs> Stick around because after the commercial break, we're packing up the car and hitting the road to discuss the great American summer vacation, the road trip. Holiday road. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Well, it's been a good run, but it looks like this is the end of the line. The Highway Patrol has us cornered by the rim of the Grand Canyon, and our only options are to surrender or keep going, and frankly, I'm too pretty to go to prison. So I stomp on the gas, and as we fly over the edge, I turn to you guys and say, good news, it's a long way down to the bottom of the canyon. It should give us just enough time to finish talking about road trips. Um, yeah, so a lot of people are not not really into the idea of flying and there's not a lot of places overseas that have welcomed Americans back for travel yet. So right now, uh, road trips, either with an RV or just in the car, good old fashioned road trip are seem to be pretty hot right now. Lots of people are talking about ways to take those. Um, well, that's why I thought it'd be a good, idea, good idea to talk about this week. Um, are kind of like a, like the classic American vacation, right? Like, I don't, I don't know that anybody else does road trips the way we do or, really likes cars as much as the british love an rv trip although they call them they call them caravans yeah it's because all their cars are so tiny you can't even barely fit like two people in them (laughs) you wouldn't want to do a road trip in that caravan they call they call rvs caravans Uh uh-huh weird i did not know that I learned that from uh, a Guy Ritchie movie. I think. <laughs> That's, that sounds about right. Yeah, what's, what's the, yeah. yeah that, that, that one. I know which one you're talking about. The one that has an inappropriate name we shouldn't say on the podcast. It just shows how much I can't remember the name. Oh. <laughs> isn't, isn't he like a, like a bare knuckle boxer or something? And, yeah. It's called Snatch. <laughs> oh. Like grab, I don't get it. Like grab, yeah, that's what I thought it meant. Because so aren't they like it's like a heist yeah, or steal or something? Snatching. They're snatching. Of course, it. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with your brain, Heather. But. <laughs> nothing, nothing. It's at like all. you grab a cat, you snatch a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> that's all well, anyway, 
<laughs> we're going down a road here that I didn't want to go. Yeah, that's down. not the road. I apologize that you were for that. <laughs> you can bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys have any memories of uh, maybe family road trips when you were a kid, or epic trips that you took once you were finally old enough to get out and travel on your own? A lot of times, road trips are kind of like coming of age adventures. I remember how unsafe they were in the eighties. <laughs> I, I was, was going to say, yeah. uh, my family we took road trips from Atlanta down to go to Disney World a few times, and a couple of times my sister and I rode in the back of the pickup truck, like you know there was oh, a yeah. camera oh, cover, and we had like a bed in the back, and we just mm-hmm. rode down and back there. So I used my to grand- lay down in the back of my granddad's little pickup truck. He had a camper shell on it, and I would just be laying. Yeah. Like yeah. listening to my Walkman, laying down, no kind of seatbelt. Yeah. I would have been super dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. Super dead. Super yeah, dead. my cousin and I always ended up in the back of my grandmother's gremlin. Nice. <laughs> like in the hatch, the hatch part in the back. That's awesome. Those seatbelts. My, my mom had a Plymouth Volari with the uh, flip-up seat in the back that faced the back. Oh, yeah. And I, as the youngest of three children, had to ride back there facing backwards and I remember like flicking <laughs> off the people behind me <laughs> and making faces. I always wish that we had a, had a station wagon so I could sit in that seat. And we called like that a- the way back. The way back. Yes, <laughs> that's right. The front, the and, back and the way back. Yeah. And all, it was always the youngest that got stuck in the yeah. way back. Well, it was pretty little, not a lot of leg room. So it was just me and yes. the dog back there. <laughs> <laughs> Pumpkin. Pumpkin was the dog. Mm-hmm. Aw. <laughs> P-U-N-K-I-N. Pumpkin. Of course. Because I lived in Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> and still do. Um, did you guys have any epic trips that you took once you weren't being put in mortal danger by your parents and just being put in mortal danger by your, your young adult selves? Yeah, I mean, I talked about before on the show a uh, road trip that I took from Atlanta all the way up to Boston and back down. I I think I was 16, but did not yet have a driver's license. My parents went out of town. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And some friends of mine and I got in dad's car from Huntsville, Alabama, and drove three and a half hours to Atlanta to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. (gasps) Great show. In a club that I was not old enough to get into. Nice. (laughs) Did you get get caught? Nope. Wow. Nice. I think I just may have. Yes, you are. (laughs) Busted. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing my dad Um, doesn't support me and listen to this show. (laughs) (laughs) Works out in your favor in the end. Um, I had some other questions for you guys to kind of get, get a taste of your personal road trip flavor. Or, you know, if you're not, if you're not a huge fan of road trips, maybe, maybe what, what you would like them to look like if they were enjoyable to you. Um, <laughs> car or RV in ideal world. I mean, Heather, maybe you would want to jump in the, uh, the grandparents. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. We have borrowed my grandparents RV a few times actually for, and that's, it is much more comfortable. <laughs> These modern RVs well, yeah. are nice. I mean, some of them are nicer than my house. Yeah. Yes. I know that their RV costs more than my house for sure. Oh, for sure. The one, <laughs> yeah. their main, our, my grandparents have two RVs. They have what? the smaller one. Yes. That we know of. <laughs> yeah, that we know of. They have the smaller one that's for quick trips. <laughs> that's still like, it's a C To class. the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. 
But then they have the one that they they live in the entire winter, and it's the kind that's sort of like a this is like tour bus, a, a rock thing. star tour bus, yeah. yeah. And that thing has hardwood floors and granite countertops. They have and the pop out sides, multiple pop out sides, and it's wow. got a full size washer and dryer. I mean, it is Jesus. really nice. Yeah, the rest of the year it lives in a in a pole barn the size has, of a yes, warehouse. It has its own. <laughs> it has its own parking spot on their property in a pole barn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah they <laughs> he once he once accidentally locked the keys in it and had to call us. Uh it was when my kids were a bit smaller and paid my son to climb in the back window <laughs> and let him back into his yeah. his bus when he was getting it ready for a trip. Wyatt has been shoved through many a window when he was a little kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was when you were a cat burglar, though. But yeah, That's those, right. those bigger ones that are like a tour bus, you have to have a special class of driver's license to even drive yeah. those things. But the C-class one, you don't. That one is... Uh, so what is it? Good. More like airport shuttle sized? Um, it's, it's kind of what you classically think of when you think of an RV that's, it's got like the, a Winnebago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has the, the bed that's up over the driving cab. Uh, and yeah. Then, yeah. It didn't have any, any slide outs or anything like when that. When I was a kid, in the back. my best friend, Angel across the street, her mom, or I guess it was her dad's. I don't know. It stayed there after the dad left. So I don't know whose it was, but it never, I never was hooked to a car. It was one of those kind that go over the like into the truck the and then cab the, of a truck yeah. yeah and then the over the piece goes over the top of the truck kind of thing but they just had a park on their land or on their it was on the driveway and we would hang out in there it was just our hangout for to <laughs> smoke and do all the things <laughs> teens want to do and kids so we grew up like hanging out in there and camping out everything <laughs> but <laughs> i've never actually used an rv to travel I think I would like it. But my thing is, most of the places that people take RVs are places I don't love, like Uh, national parks and things like that. So, like, if they could park that at a nice Mexican resort, then sure. Sure. (laughs) I had sort of a, as I grew out of camping, we used to camp, tent camp, you know, backpack, Mm -hmm. tent, tiny little tent. And then we had a pop-up. And then we had kids and, and we did the RV uh, several times. And then I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm over it. I don't want to camp anymore. Uh, but I did love the RV had air conditioning. It was like mm-hmm. glamping. When it's yeah. school out time here, it is hot and I don't want to be anywhere around here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if it was a car, if I had to be in a car on a road trip, I'd want it to be a bigger car than I drive a mini Cooper right now. Yeah. And that would be fine if I was the driver, but when you're stuck in the passenger seat of a small car, it's not mm-hmm. very comfortable for I always wanted then. a minivan for that reason. I'm a big dude and I want a oh, lot of room. Sure. I'd rather take yeah. a train, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> My grandfather, when he was in his early 80s, he bought like a Chevy Astro minivan and mm-hmm. he basically gutted the back of it and he built himself a little sink and he built basically a bed and he built it so he could personally like just go by like himself camper and van. camping yeah he turned it into he was an engineer mm-hmm. for the air force and everything so he was into making his own space but he mm-hmm. made this cute little camper inside of an old minivan yeah. my sister and her wife are currently to have an old van that they're turning into a camper van and they, they gutted the back of it and amy's yeah. building the cabin a tree and oh, that's uh, pretty looks, cool i've seen it, some it great ones cool, of those yeah. it does yeah, look it's pretty quite, cool it's quite a project that they've got going yeah. on 
Um, that leads me to my next question. If you're stuck in the car for all this time, are you going to be in the driver's seat? You're riding shotgun or do you want to spread out in the back seat? This one is tough for me mm. because I love not driving so I can doodle on my phone the whole time. But I'm a control <laughs> freak and hate the way other people drive. Yeah. <laughs> can confirm. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long time since I have not driven somewhere. I like, I do like to drive, but on a road trip, I prefer to be in, I prefer to be shotgun so that I can read a book or get me on Facebook on my phone and mm-hmm. passing the time that way. I fall asleep within two seconds of sitting down in a car. So, oh, um, so you it's best that I don't drive ever. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, I fall asleep going to the grocery store. Like it's, I, I love the car falling. And when I was a kid, we would go some places and I'd fall asleep in the car and then my family would just leave me in the car instead of waking me up. Yep. And I'd have to wake <laughs> up in the driveway. You woke up in Tijuana out in front of a donkey show. <laughs> I don't want to be in the back seat though, because I can't read in the back seat. I'll get car sick. I can yeah, no. in the front the seat, seat. It's fine. Unless it's, I don't know if it's a minivan and it's, you're in the middle row. Remember like fighting your siblings for the, not sitting on the hump in the back seat? Oh yes, <laughs> for sure. Definitely. If you are the driver, how are you getting where you're going? Uh, probably these days you're just setting the GPS and letting you catch <laughs> yeah. it. Did you, did you ever you? <clears throat> Um, what about paper maps? Oh, I was yeah, always the I was always the map reader. I was the navigator. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I, I like having good a navigator. At reading a map. Yeah. Yeah. The last time we took a big family trip, I got a map of Ohio and handed it to Kendra and said, "Here's where Here, we are. Here's, here's where we're going." Where we're going. She picked the route, and it was great. Yeah. Remember when nice. you used to be able to go into AAA and 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 get the a triptych? The triptych, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would highlight it for you. I was just gonna say that I would always have maps. my granddad was like founding AAA member or whatever from the <laughs> from the nineteen aughts, and he, <laughs> he, he, back when they were called automobiles, yes, he would. Uh, Mont- he would always Mobile? give me a trip tick for wherever I was going. It was like the, it was like a flip book of small yes. condensed maps, so you could see like step mm-hmm. one, do this; step two, do this. Very cool, actually. It was sort of before, presumably it was before. What was the <laughs> thing before Google Maps? It was like how to get places. Uh, yeah, those terrible d- instructions that never yeah, got yeah. You printed out go. instruction things you do. Oh, MapQuest, MapQuest, yeah, I did a lot of that. We had one of the first GPS systems uh, when we were driving around Europe. We had a TomTom. TomTom Go. And we took it on a a trip. We flew into Shannon in Ireland and then just drove, uh, did a big circle, basically. Ireland's about the size of Michigan. So did a whole circle. And um, the TomTom was not very accurate at the time. <laughs> the thing with um, TomTom was a huge pain in the butt. You had to download a, yes. an update and they only did them about yep. once a year. But the yeah. great thing was you could get some really fun voices on your mm-hmm. TomTom. We had oh, John Cleese. <laughs> ours, was, ours was John Cleese. And every time he would have to say that you're coming up, up on a, on a, like a fork in the road, he would say bear, right. Beaver left. No, that's funny. Still, that's <laughs> Never got old. Yeah, it still pops into my head every yeah, time someone Darth says Vader bear right. Several other voices. I love doing yeah. the Homer Simpson one. You're approaching your turn on the left. <laughs> I wouldn't that trust that. 
but we we were in we were in uh, Normandy trying to find our way to the D-Day beaches, and it kept telling us to turn into into the ocean, into fields full of cows. Like there's no road right there. Yeah. We had my grandmother in the car, and we drove from Paris to Normandy trying to take her to show her all of the the D-Day stuff, and she's not really very patient for things <laughs> like this. <laughs> and um. My youngest was only a year old, so and she was in the back with the baby. It was a whole thing. It was <laughs> that stupid Tom Tom was not accurate at all. <laughs> you needed AAA. Yes, we probably needed a trip ticket. And we would have if we had had a damn map, it would have been a lot better. But now I do tend to just throw my phone up there, and I've got Google Maps or um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. one of the social media crowdsourcing. GPS systems like ways stuff now you can avoid the interstates or go the back Mm -hmm. roads to see avoid toll roads whatever I love all that I will say about a whole being the navigator with the paper map it certainly did make the time go faster Mm -hmm. although it was always your fault if you got lost I have to pull a Joey Tribbiani that I sort of I have to turn the map to (laughs) you need to get in the map well not quite stand in it like he did but I do always have to turn it to orient where I'm going go into the map everything's always just going north or whatever going up Mm. the map right yeah forward is always up Well, while you're while you're up there in the front seat, who's who's picking the tunes in the car? Is it the driver? The driver. Or is oh, it the shotgun? I mean, it I it has to be me. Yes. I don't care whether I'm driving. You don't care what shotgun, position you're in. Because if I if I yeah. leave it up to my husband, we'll be listening to churches or That's Bjork what I was the just entire gonna... time, <laughs> and I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. In the olden days, I always was think it should be the driver but now with yeah. everything streaming and you can pick and move around it probably should be the the passenger that chooses so you're not fiddling with your phone whilst driving no. that's a good point we have yeah we have that, playlists on our spotify for that so we just mm-hmm. throw those on mm-hmm. i like to listen to stand-up comedy when i drive it, it kind of makes everybody shut up i put on music i want to listen to everybody wants to start talking to me i'm like i'm listening to I'm jane's addiction could you <laughs> yeah. not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or you can listen to podcasts while you drive. Like, yep. Travel yeah. podcasts. I don't know any Definitely. good ones out About, there. Yeah, <laughs> if I drive or fly, that's always what I do is podcasts. If I could find a good one, I'd listen. To. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have ideal driving music though? Like what 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 are you throwing on? Yeah, the new wave eighties your... music. Yeah, Benedictine monks. This is this is gonna sound really good when yeah. return to innocence. I listen to tubular bells while we drive. <laughs> oh no. A little bit of zombie okay, and can, the pan flute. It's basically the pure moods collection that yeah. I like to dress. Oh, no. I used to wake up to the ad for pure moods every night and fall asleep on the couch and wake up to uh-huh. the commercial. Yeah. It's a little creepy. I, oh, we, every time we do a road trip, and I don't this started like when I was 12 or 13 is journey infinity i have to listen to that yes. album from start to finish i know every word and not just every word but every every little guitar part my family loves for me to perform that for them while we drive 
<laughs> my family hates that I just put yakety sacks on repeat the entire time. But it makes it so much more zany. Zany. <laughs> a little bald guy. On the head. <laughs> Chasing down a bikini <laughs> lady. <laughs> I really like, I really like uh, to listen to oldies. Actually, I've been really in the mood for, for just some oldies lately. And, and you can't find radio stations. Like, you mean like anymore. stuff from the 1980s? 80s songs. Yeah. No, yeah. no. like, like, like 60, like where's the Motown and the girls? Yeah. Girl well, that's why you need like and... serious FM because then you get like right. decade channels. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. But I don't the pay that. That doesn't get enough of a mix either. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know. For some reason, that's just like summertime, good time music. Mm-hmm. Seems like the perfect thing for driving the for me. Beach I've got a good uh, Beach Boys is great yeah. driving music. Mm-hmm. I've got a good oldies playlist on Spotify. I'll send you a little bit yeah. of the Beatles. I've got one I've been working on too. But man, it's, I don't know why. I, that used to be all I listened to when I was younger and I was not cool. And, now I'm in the mood to listen to it. Well, now that I'm old and not cool. <laughs> now that you are still not cool. <laughs> now that I'm older and not cool. <laughs> I had a brief. I had a brief period of time in my late twenties where I was pretty cool. Yeah, back when you were in a band. Yeah, something like that. Um, you guys, you allow eating in the car, or are you For strict sure. no food yeah. policy? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's kind of necessary. Yeah, Some people are fussy about that. Sprinkles this is our, this uh, is part of how you make good time. You go through yes, the drive-through, yeah. and the navigator <laughs> is also in charge of uh, positioning the the cheeseburger. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, properly adjusting, properly the wrapper, aligning the straw the in the drink. Yes. <laughs> that is so true. Uh, yeah, hold, holding the dipping sauce. Turn my burger for <laughs> oh, me no, so no that dipping. I'm not eating. No, yeah. yeah no oh sauces. no, dipping. I was no. no you eat your what fries about dry. if you get? Have you, have you seen those little dipping sauce cup holders that you can put in your air vents? Yes, what? Uh, so you can make your car smell like barbecue sauce even faster. That way you can dip while you're driving. It's perfect. I just use it as air freshener. So am I going with the ranch or the uh, sweet and sour today? Dry aged. <laughs> Dry aged ranch. Well, let's skip ahead to, uh, do you guys play any road games in the car? Never. No, not Never. really. You don't punch people when you see a, a VW. Oh, I or... made sure that we did not institute that with my family, with yeah. my kids, because someone's going to get punched in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> my sister and I always got along, so we never played that. <laughs> I have two boys, and it's already not playing a game Can't. impossible to keep them from just back there messing with each other the whole time mm-hmm. fighting and poking and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah no that's why i stopped it one yeah and just tie, <laughs> tie him and bound and gag him they, they, well, you there can you fit go. it in the trunk a lot easier and still get your luggage back there if you just have one it, it. Oh, fit it. <laughs> it's hungry it again through the drive we have to stop and feed it <laughs> We used we used to play I Spy in the car with the kids, but there's two there's two problems with that. A, it's not the ideal game to play when you're moving down the road. So most of the things that yeah. they spy are just immediately around <laughs> immediately you. Immediately gone. <laughs> That's why, and the other thing, the other thing is kids aren't very good at at least when they're like three or four. No. They're actually not that yeah. good at playing I Spy. <laughs> no, this, no, this is shocking. Yeah. kids suck at games anyway. Let's be honest. Yes, <laughs> my kid is horrible yeah. at risk. I mean, like, come on, man. 
<laughs> Come yeah. on, man. He just can't sit there for nine hours. He doesn't seem to understand geopolitical issues. I don't understand what his problem um, is. My kids play that game now. <laughs> I have two yeah, I have two I nerds. This. Oh yeah, they're now seven. Tabletop though. games. <laughs> I had a house had a house full of teenagers yesterday because they were playing the new game that they got, which was Dune, the board game. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, you like it's that somehow one? Somehow even yeah. longer than the movie. <laughs> it is it's now, as dry as the movie. <laughs> it's Owen's favorite game now because he keeps winning. <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure Aiden is pretty soon going to be like, "No, we're not playing it anymore," <laughs> <laughs> because usually he yeah. wins everything. And why? Because he always wins, and he's a real asshole about it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I've got a couple. Let's let's uh, let's talk about Jess. I, uh, this is our first convince me to take a road trip uh, segment. And Jess, you said that you wanted to visit uh, the Redwoods National slash state parks. Yes. All right. So I've got a travel plan for you. Okay. And now let's, I want to, I want to first add a little caveat and I hope this doesn't throw off your plans, but I do not want to make a road trip to the Redwood forest. I'd love to fly (laughs) out there, rent a car, do a nice little road trip up and back and then fly back. Yeah. Well, California. I got you. I got you on there. I didn't think you would want to go all the way. Yeah, you're gonna have a little bit of a drive, but it's a good drive. All right. <laughs> if my wife can do it. It sounds great. <laughs> uh, so you go. F- Sorry, I keep on kicking my desk. You go fly into San Bernardino, and you're going to pick up uh, a package from a man. 66. <laughs> route 66. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. gonna jump on Route 66. Uh, you take that all the way west to the coast. Uh, there's some. You're going to pass through Pasadena and LA and go to Santa Monica. Um, from there, <laughs> to get some avocados. Yes, let's <laughs> yes. take the five to the <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga. Yes. <laughs> uh, love uh, the Californians. Pa- <laughs> uh, you can take the Pacific Coast Highway all the way north. Um, so, let's see, where did I have? Okay, uh, so um, heading through Malibu, you're going to want to make sure that you stop and drive through Topanga Canyon, but you're also going to want to see the beach where they filmed the finale of Planet of the Apes and oh, reenact yeah. that scene. They did it. I, they I blew it up. The Pacific Coast Highway has been, it looks so gorgeous. Yeah. If you have to be, yeah. if you have to be on a road trip, that's that's a good spot. I think my problem with road trips is that where we always went in in my childhood was from Michigan all the way down to the tip of Illinois. And Illinois Ugh. is so freaking ugly and boring. I'm sorry. It is. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's not much of a road trip. Yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to mention that when you get to San Bernardino, you're going to start off by staying the night in the Wigwam Hotel, which oh, is yeah. 1950s era Ooh, yes. uh, concrete teepees that you're going to stay in. OK, nice. yeah. And uh, the site of the original McDonald's Brothers, McDonald's is there. It's not operating anymore, but it is a restaurant, uh, a museum. Oh, yeah. The one that Ray Kroc stole from them. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Uh, So then um, let's see. Is that the one that the Cozy Cone is based on? It is. I I believe it is. Yeah. And there's a pile of dog poop nearby there that they based flows on. I'm not happy with you right now, Disney. I'm just going to put you on blast. Uh, um, yeah. So, so once you leave Malibu, you're going to keep heading north. Um, stop by San Simeon. You can see the elephant seals and the Hearst Castle there. Uh, the elephant seals. Yeah, oh. there's an elephant seal sanctuary there. That sounds um, smelly. 
Yeah. Yeah. Poop is big. <laughs> They're really big buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what you got? Yes. So yeah. elephant, elephant <laughs> seals is, probably also have big. That buttholes, is what yes. I've always <laughs> noticed about the elephant seals: was their giant buttholes. You're right. <laughs> Uh, you'll pass through Monterey and Big Sur um, and then you're definitely going to want to stop in San Jose uh, so you can take a tour of the Winchester Mystery House yeah definitely to San Jose some peace of mind in San Jose you'll pass through San Francisco which is a few hours from the Redwood State slash National Park and then I figure once you get there you're going to stay in that treehouse hotel that we talked about a couple of months ago hopefully if you get to go over the bridge it's not foggy how long a drive are we talking here, Dan? My kids are still bitter that they, when they flew into San Francisco last summer to go to my sister's wedding and David had been talking up that, you know, the view over the bridge and they're like, yeah, we didn't see a dang thing. It was just <laughs> totally it was foggy. So, it was so foggy. They couldn't even see the bridge really. No. <laughs> no. I didn't, I didn't clock the miles or hours if you stop and see all the stuff I mentioned, you're talking a few days just to get up Definitely. to the park, obviously. That's what I want to do, um, yeah. It's about it's about three hours from San Francisco mm-hmm. to the Redwoods. So the rest of that drive is if you just drove straight through, I'm going to say you could probably do it in one long day. But then you're missing out all you're on missing the, out on the elephant seal buttholes if you do that. That's right. <laughs> and nobody wants to miss those. No. Those are my the life. Of your trip. <laughs> as long as I get to drive through a tree, at least one. I'm fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is hopefully a the, hopefully do, the kind with the hole cut through. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you I fall asleep there's... like you say you do in the car, you might drive through one you're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, and I just hear... watch out for the coyote. I hear there's yeah. a fine if you uh, run into a redwood tree and damage it. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? I oh, think it's yeah. more likely to damage your car, though. Yes, but those, those trees are protected. You're yes. just trying to make a new attraction. Watch out for the coyote. I'm sorry. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a slow burn. Painting the tunnel on the tree. Um, yes, I got it. <laughs> uh, something else I wanted to talk about is themed road trips. Um, around here in Michigan, lots of people come and, and do beer tourism. We'll oh, drive yeah. around to all of the... And then also up north in Michigan, there's a whole bunch of wineries up around Traverse City, mm-hmm. Cherry Country, and Grapes. So they'll go up there and they'll just spend a long weekend driving to different stuff. Um, uh, California wine country driving yeah. looks pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or there's a... Um, you could do the whiskey trail in Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Hit up all the bourbon distilleries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. You could do the racist monument trail down south. Not for very long. Hurry. That would be Monument <laughs> Avenue here in Richmond, but we've, we've cleared out that, most of those already uh, now. You better get that trip <laughs> done this to summer. Always thanks to Gwar. <laughs> you guys brought in the big guns to help with that battle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you come to uh, Richmond, Guar has their own bar. It is wonderful. The Guar Bar? It is called the Guar Bar. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, some other some other themes I was thinking of off the top of my head and some of these I've started planning in the past. Um, at one point, I wanted to find all of the coolest mini golf places between oh, yeah. two Ooh. destinations, like the really cool ones that have like windmills and moving oh, stuff. Yeah. And We've been getting kill, into mini golf. Like hillbilly golf. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, like hillbilly golf. Or, you know, the classic following a band across the country for the summer. Only if or... it's a ska band. 
Yeah. I want to see that every night. <laughs> yeah. The set lists are so different. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, what's worse, that or a jam band? Or I mean, honestly, Dave That's Matthews what I'm saying. Band. I mean, it could be any worse. <laughs> At least yeah. the, well, Dave Matthews band just totally sucks. <laughs> yeah. I like some other jam bands, and at least those sets are different every night. Yeah, and long. Um, <laughs> do people follow bands anymore? Like, I mean, it's, oh, I yeah. don't know. I'm assuming sure. Fish is still around. So, yeah, people. Fish, know, widespread know, panic. Yeah, I know that there's some people who spend the whole summer basically just going from one music festival to another. Mm-hmm. Not this mm-hmm. summer. Like Where did those well, people right. quarantine themselves? Yeah. Well, they don't have to. They're always surrounded by dirty, filthy people. Yeah, their immune systems are amazing. Yeah, Yeah, actually, probably are. You could could plan a trip solely for the weird roadside attractions uh, that you stop at on the way. You don't have to have it. Yeah. Let's go to the mystery spot. Yes, I love the mystery spot. I I want to take a tour of, of the world's largest and smallest everything. Like, yeah, just focus mm. on the biggest mm-hmm. and the smallest. That would be. I was thinking uh, we were watching last weekend the uh, diners, drive-ins and dives. Now, it'd be cool to plot a course to go to all of those or several of those. Or you could do that pretty easily around just to pick just the southeast or just California then, yeah. or something. Go to all the different places and you could dress like an asshat. Like <laughs> I think your last stop would have to be at a cardiologist after that. Yes, but, it you would. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that there's a petition to rename Columbus, Ohio to Flavortown because oh, that's where he was born? Oh, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> we want to erase Christopher and, Columbus. And probably, Columbus yeah. is racist, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> another, type of, another type of road trip, um, I remember, I think it was like a local news segment that they would talk about every once in a while. It was One Tank Trips. Oh, yeah. And Jeff, mm-hmm. you said that you had some ideas for those, stuff that you could easily get to yeah, in, in really a few hours. Yeah, I really don't love long road trips we've we've always had kind of a four hour max for road tripping four to five hours uh unless there's an emergency or something but generally we try to do things close so in alabama we've got uh, near us i'm in birmingham right in the middle of alabama so we're we're about four hours from the gulf coast so we can hit the beach or whatever even closer than that is the national U.S. Space and Rocket Center. Where mm, I love that place. Dan, did you go to space camp? Or did I dream that? Uh, yeah, it was a shortened. It was it was like a long weekend version that we did with scouts once. Oh yeah, I did that, that place too. is really cool. Yeah. yeah, Space and Rocket Center is awesome. It's we took uh, Heather and her family there when they came here. And kids loved that, and Dave, mm-hmm. Dave loved it as you can imagine more than uh-huh. more than the rest more of us. More than anyone. Yeah, we were <laughs> that rocket garden where you can stand. Right next to the engine. Oh yeah, I have five. a I have oh, a yeah. great I have a great photo of Jeff with the in the rocket garden. So was I making the rocket look like a big penis? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'd assume so. Classic Jeff. Classic Jeff. <laughs> and then even closer for us uh, in Coleman, Alabama, is Ave Maria Grotto. Anyone heard of this? No. Mm-hmm. So it started off as uh, Jerusalem in miniature. It, <laughs> it, it is, there's a monk that lives there at the at the. Uh, Whatever the the monkery monastery. <laughs> the monkery. <laughs> I prefer the monkery. <laughs> and, uh, he started, I love a good monkery. He started building with uh, plaster and cement and other leftover materials from when they were building the abbey there. Uh, and there's a school and a big church and all that. But he started taking the leftover materials and crafting. He did Jerusalem first, and now it's all the religious sites in the world, the St. Peter's Basilica and everything else. They're in miniature, and it's huge. It's like five acres of stuff he's made, and some of them are sculpted into the 
land and all that. I love things in miniature and I love weird kitsch. And this, uh-huh. this is all of that. Uh, good time. It's, it's not like, you know, a blast or whatever, but it's a good go spend one hour or two walking through. It's really cheap to get in. I can't remember how much, it's like five or seven bucks. Go walk through this thing and see all the miniatures. But just think that one, one dude over the course of like 45 years built all this yeah. by hand. Pretty cool. There's several of those sites around the country. They're like weird amateur architects yeah. build those things. I'm actually, I've got one that I'm going to share later for Heather's trip. But yeah, so that's not, that place sounds really cool. I have to put that on my list. Yeah, it's 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 about an hour from us. We haven't been in actually in a few years. I was thinking about heading up there. I guess they're open. It's all outside. You just walk through it. Then there's, of course, a Catholic gift shop. And of course. Some, uh, <laughs> the best kind of gift shop. You can buy a Catholic. There, you yeah. can buy a, a genuine Catholic, yes. <laughs> and then the other one that's close to us, about an hour and a half, is DeSoto Caverns, which is just a huge indoor, you know, uh, cavern thing. And the grounds outside, they have a lot of the Native American stuff and dancers. And they have a guy doing forge stuff and glass blowing and all the typical outdoorsy hokum. But Hokum. mostly a gigantic. I love sounds, sounds like Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah, it's that kind Let's of a thing. Make but a even candle. Cheesier. They have a, they have one of those mazes you can go through, but it's like built like a fort. They have climbing walls and splash pads. You can buy like a pack of choose five activities. You can pan for gold. All that stuff. Oh, that my dad is super into that right now. <laughs> he's going out and panning for gold all yeah, over. He's the doing place. that like in the river in Detroit, right? Oh, well, in or, my I mean, grand in, in the in the creek in my grandparents' backyard, and has apparently found gold there. Oh, he weird. brought some pay dirt over to our house last weekend, I think it was, and had the kids panning with them, and yes. we found we, we've got a little vial with some, some little, gold, some mouth. gold flakes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember we were at dinner, Heather and her husband, Dave, and I were at dinner at some hotel out on a thing that was by the river. We looked down and your dad, remember your dad, your dad was down there fishing. (laughs) Out in his waders, fishing in the Grand River. Yep. This is the middle of downtown. the patio over 616. Yeah, he does that all the time. (laughs) It's just funny because you'd been talking about about it. Yeah, like, oh, look. And then we look out of there, actually, there (laughs) it is. There it is. Fishing. Yeah, those are his two hobbies fishing and panning for coal <laughs> and you can do both at the same time yeah <laughs> yeah it's convenient my, my kid my my kids call him a druid <laughs> <laughs> i really like those kind of old-timey hokey places though jeff oh, me too. there's a blacksmith shop and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah like <laughs> all, all of gatlinburg pigeon forge yeah. that whole yeah. area is nothing but that taffy pulling wheels and machines people making fudge you all need to head up to Mackinac Island this summer. It's deserted up there right now, yeah. and you can oh, you can uh, you can blacksmith and ride a horse. It's a lot of fun. That's that's one of our main uh, trips blowing. that we would take is up to up that? to Mackinac yeah. Island. Mm-hmm. You can ride a blacksmith, and there's no cars allowed on the island <laughs> unless you're Mike Mike Pence. Mike Pence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's so. I mean, it's show. so. The flows of Mackinac humans. Island is tiny. the The full circumference of it is only seven and a half miles, so you don't even need to drive anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah, and you can get some the fudge. Secret Service Mackinac can't Island protect fudge. you on a Segway. <laughs> I guess not so. anymore. Yeah, no. Segway's done. Been canceled. <laughs> Segway's is done. Well, when yep. the when the founder drives his off of a cliff on accident, <laughs> yeah. it's not good for the brand. Yeah, you do. Uh, 
He did. Yeah, a few years yeah. ago. Plus, mm-hmm. plus, they're, they're die, though, right? Yes, he, he did, died. He yes, died. How he died. He died he accidentally oh on his own property. Over he drove his segue off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not good. Yeah. That and the fact that their big celebrity spokesperson is Paul Blart kind of ruins Segway. <laughs> yeah. Inadvertent, I'd say. but <laughs> That's true. I'm a little bitter that I never got to do a Segway tour in Epcot, but oh well. They still make scooters, apparently, that don't fall over. So oh, okay. Okay. not as fun. Yeah. All right. Well, and then I've got I've got uh, I try to convince Heather to take a road trip mm-hmm. and uh, Heather bring it asks. Ask for a trip to the Keys. Mm-hmm. I was excited mm-hmm. for this because there's uh, there's a series of books I like to read about this character named Serge Storms, who's a psychotic serial killer. Oh, <laughs> there's going to be serial killing on my road trip. <laughs> but he only kills jerks, oh. and he's a native like Floridian, De- like Dexter. Oh. Yeah, yeah, kind of. But he comes up with these really crazy, uh, like Rube Goldberg almost kind of <laughs> oh, nice. experiments to kill them with. But oh, he's, wow. the other part of his character is he's obsessed with Florida and Florida history. And every single one of the books is like him just road tripping around Florida, oh, going to these weird old historic sites mm-hmm. that he likes to see and spouting off about the history. And mm-hmm. so I have always wanted to go to the Keys. And we, we, we tossed around the idea a couple of years ago of flying into Miami and driving down from there. But have not well, done it. Well, this time you're actually going to fly into Fort Lauderdale. All right. I'm good. I and, like, I like Fort Lauderdale. And ideally, you're probably going to want to rent like a really big old boat of a classic car. Yes. <laughs> giant fins over oh, the taillights. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, that first day while you're there in Fort Lauderdale, you're going to head to the Rec Bar, which is in the B Resort. And you're going to get drinks uh, at the bar there while watching a classic mermaid show. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, we have to do this. Take notes, Jeff. It's, <laughs> it's a it's it's a basement a level bar. Uh, no, like it's like that. The wreck wreck, wreck bar yes. in the B resort. Yes. In Fort Lauderdale. Uh, and, got it. And so Fridays and Saturdays they've got a mermaid show. Thursdays they have a merman show. So oh yes. Yes. <laughs> well, whichever, maybe, maybe I like both. Yeah, whichever <laughs> variety you prefer. Also, uh, a, the bar we love in the Fort Lauderdale area is the Mai Kai, which is like yeah, a tiki classic. classic, classic one, tiki one of the oldest tiki show bars, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. great. It's a great time. Yeah, uh, I know that. I knew that you guys have been. Yeah, there, so, so we're, we're going to have to stay time. in Fort Lauderdale for a couple of days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're going to have to go see the Mermaid Show. See where the Mermaid. Past the windows outside, or yes, or the Mermaid. <laughs> um, you're going to hop on US One South, head towards Miami, uh, where obviously you're going to see all of is the classic. The, is this the A One A, or is this different? Ah, uh, maybe US One. Probably A1A. A1A, A1A Beachfront Avenue. Beach, beach Road. Ice, yeah. ice, baby. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, you're going to see all the classic architecture, the culture, the nightlife in Miami. But you're also going to be able to visit such uh, such great sites as Jungle Island, oh. which is an attraction dating back to the 1930s. It's basically Gatorland, but, yes. it features, <laughs> but features performing parrots, flamingos, and the Serpentarium uh, snake uh, oh, show exhibit. you lost me you at the snake that. show that's what i call okay, my well underwear then, i'll just instead i'll just stick to the bird <laughs> welcome to the, serpentarium. <laughs> the serpentarium tickets please uh, you can you can also visit the mikasuki indian village where you can see uh some a classic gator wrestling show is it the oh, classic gator wrestling i'm really tired of this modern no, gator wrestling <laughs> Thank God they're taking it back to its roots. <laughs> um, uh, you, can also, big fella. 
can also visit the house where Elian Gonzalez was captured, which has apparently been turned into a museum by his uncle. And you can see his toys and the inner tube the that he flew the closet he across oh, the ocean. Man. Speaking of Elian, here he is now. <laughs> here he is now. Hi, Alex. <laughs> you say hi. Okay, go down and play, Daddy's almost done, okay? That was great timing. <laughs> um, so you go pass through uh, Homestead, Florida on the way down to the Everglades and you go visit the Coral Castle, which is kind of like Ave Maria Grotto. Mm. Um, I ain't got the pencil. So that I can take notes. <laughs> Bye, bud. Why do you have uh, a pencil? <laughs> uh, the Coral Castle. Uh, it was built by one man over the course of 20 years, starting in the 1930s. He used more than 2.2 million pounds of petrified coral to build mm. castle with benches and rooms and tables and all this I stuff. I bet those all benches in- are comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's <Coral> scratchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and the best part is, instead of trying to, to you know educate people about religion or something. He, he did this all to, Im, to impress his crush. Oh, nice. I um, like it. I couldn't find out whether or not she, whether she, whether she fell for it. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, so you'll be passing along the Eastern edge of the Everglades. So you'll probably want to take a swamp boat tour. I oh, definitely def- want to do that. Definitely. Um, and then you'll continue on the overseas highway to Key Largo. Uh, where you might want to stay overnight at Jules Undersea Lodge. Uh, it's a hotel where you have to strap on scuba gear and dive what? 30 feet below the surface to get to your room. Uh, if you prefer a fancier experience, there's uh, Baker's Key Resort uh, in Key Largo, which is a Hilton property, and it's tucked away among the mangroves on Hammock Beach. Nice. Mm. Um, while you're there, make sure you take a glass-bottom boat ride at the Coral Reef State Park. The Keys, you could drive in a day, but I figure you're going to stop places along the way. So, sure. you know, take your time. So keep heading south. Uh, stop in Isla Morada and you can feed the tarpon fish at Robbie's <laughs> Marina. And then in Marathon, you can uh, visit with some injured sea turtles that are being rehabbed Aww. at the Marathon Turtle Hospital. Oh, poor turtles. Marathon is also home to the Dolphin Research Center, where you can see the grave of TV's flipper. Oh, yeah. Flipper. So, is it Mary that other dolphin is? What was that white dolphin there was a movie about? Had one fin or something. Oh, uh, oh um, uh, uh, winter. Dolphin's tail or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dolphin's oh, tail. Yeah. Winter is up in... Um, Somewhere down in the Florida. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, Clearwater. Uh, so, yes. not, so not too far from Walt Disney World. Should have put him in Winter Park. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, and then you'll head on down to Big Pine Key, where you keep an eye out for the endangered key deer that uh, infest the island and apparently are easy to run over with your car. Key oh. deer? Uh, okay. Yeah, they're tiny little deer that oh. only live uh, on the keys. Or they're they're um, cute little tiny deer, huh? Yeah. Uh, and while they you're there, you're going to I'll try not to hit them right. with my big old-fashioned car. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Please. They're endangered after all. Um, stop for lunch at the No Name Pub for some quirky keys culture. And no don't forget name to hang pub. a dollar bill from the ceiling. And then obviously where you're headed in the end is Key West. Key West. I've always wanted to visit Key West. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, apparently Duval Street is kind of a little bit like Bourbon Street. It's pretty touristy, mm. but it's full of all the famous... Um, Bars and restaurants there. Yes. Um, Hemingway. Can I see? Can I go visit Hemingway's? Yeah, the Hemingway House. Cats? 
Yeah, I just want to uh, see Hem- the cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Visit Hemingway's house. There's also a big butterfly conservatory there. Um, and the Ugh, southernmost point in the continental U.S., just which apparently cat. isn't really the southernmost point. There's also the Fort East Martello Museum, where you can meet Robert the Haunted Doll. It's a haunted doll that's a over haunted 100 years doll. old. <laughs> and he was the inspiration for Chucky. And he's oh. really terrifying looking. So oh, Sounds oh. good. Maybe not. Uh, but then, you know, the you hang around... <laughs> Hang around, hang around Key West and do whatever you All do. Of that go, can I go to a drag queen brunch in Key West? I bet you we could. 100%. You probably can. Either that or you can organize one. I'm so. sold. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Florida so, does seem like they have a lot of those quirky roadside attractions. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of cool Because, I mean, Florida is just weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I love it's it. got swamps and beaches. Yeah. And- Alligators. That's it. Well, but then you've got like the northern part of Florida is more like uh, Georgia, Alabama. Mm -hmm. Alabama. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You got all kinds of stuff there. That'd actually be a fun thing to talk about is a whole bunch of the weird stuff in Florida that you can see. Um, I want to find that that resort in the in the Keys that was where they filmed, and now the name of that miniseries just went out of our TV show. Just went out of my head. Bloodlines. Bloodlines. Thank you. That was a great show. Totally and completely messed up, but based in the keys. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, check it out. I think it was on Netflix, Dan. Oh, it's, it's excellent great. show. It's a really and good everybody's show. all sweaty all the time because it's in the Does keys. Does that do with vampires? No, no, like no, 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 no. It's, it's bloodlines feeding your, your family. Yeah. Oh, it's because. Yeah, the family owns family. a uh, this <laughs> beach resort in the in the Keys and mm. and have for years and years. And of course, they're a messed up family with lots of issues. It was a yeah, great show. It's a great show. Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights is in it. And Ben Mendelsohn. And Ben Mendelsohn, I love him. That's the name. <laughs> he is in. He's a of Star Wars fame now. He was in Rogue One. He's in One. Rogue One. He's the bad guy in Rogue oh, One. Oh, guy. and he was the dude in Captain Marvel that turned out to be an alien. Yes. Yeah, like spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't seen Captain Marvel, get off your butt. I know. I'm just messing. <laughs> well, I'm sold, Dan. You've convinced me to take a road trip. Good. Do it. And, Especially uh, when you said fly into Fort Lauderdale. Oh, I don't okay. have to drive all the way down there. Do you think I was going <laughs> to make you fly from Michigan? <laughs> to Florida? Yeah, the coast one sounds amazing to me. Too. Mm-hmm, yeah, I, I would love to do that too. I want to do both. I've those, driven so. from Michigan to Florida more than once and I've, it's enough. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that sounds like fun. it's actually not bad. I mean, Kentucky is beautiful and, and they have some of the greatest rest areas. <laughs> um. Tennessee is pretty to drive through, especially when you're driving through Chattanooga. Yeah, Sea Rock City but, there. But yeah, but but from here we have to go all the way down Indiana, which is not interesting. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to hit the open road and explore America or anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has an Airstream trailer full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, uh, send them our way. And uh, we can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon. Bye, everybody. Don't drive to flows. (laughs) Don't drive to
ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.